Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and to the lowest effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. Hey, darling. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm feeling rested. I'm feeling content. I'm feeling things I'm not used to feeling. (laughs) (laughs) A whole new world. There's a lot of... I feel like Jasmine. (laughs) No, oh my goodness. Uh Yeah, no. no, things, Things are calm and stable. And I like it. Yeah. So, yes, it's a it's a nice it's a nice change. Enjoying with such intention, and will continue to enjoy. I have like another four weeks, and then I get a little bit busier, but not anything like um, the past uh, four months. Uh-huh. So, easy, but yes, very very happy to prioritize my uh just restoring myself i was really quite burnt out prioritizing my household and keeping it all together and just taking a moment uh to breathe but what's very interesting i well let me before i get into that um I know your aunt and your cousin are back from Hawaii. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they came back um, Friday afternoon. Yeah. Oh, excuse me for sneezing. Um, Bless you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so they look so happy. Oh, yeah. Especially your aunt. Yeah, Yeah. I know she had a good time. Yes. She really looks happy in the in uh, the pictures, so mm-hmm. um, everybody was all kind of back together. Now, did you have like a, a big family gathering yesterday, or am I confusing that with something else? No, we had a big uh, graduation party for one of my, uh, I guess, cousins, my cousin's uh-huh. daughter. Yeah, yeah. So I guess she's a cousin of mine. Yeah, um, she graduated high school and is heading off to college in the fall. Super smart kid. Nice. Um, and that. also our great aunt, my Lola Dido, she is, um, we're, they're going to move her, fly her back to the Philippines. And uh, they're going to wow. take the ashes of her husband, my, my great uncle. And mm-hmm. she's going to, She's going to stay. She's going to go back and stay with, Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think, a son of hers. Uh, It's kind of a bittersweet thing because I know she really doesn't want to leave here. I mean, she's accustomed to this kind of life. Um, I don't mean to interrupt. I just just want to make sure. I'm pretty sure I know this is... This is the one that uh, moved into the into the into the house recently yes. with your aunt and yes. everything, right? Yes, R- right. With the with the uh, her, her daughters, adult children are their their teachers. Like they work during the day. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. So she, that's 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 huge. And sometimes um, the move is 
can really, I'm not saying this in a negative, like, uh, toxic way, it's just things that I have heard when dealing with a, an elderly parent and when a situation happens like that, whether they want to make the, the move or they don't have a choice or regardless, sometimes a major move like that can, can um, almost have the same impact emotionally. Like when sometimes with the elderly person, when they take a fall, then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, damn it, a, a, a door closes and then a whole new phase of life enters. Right. 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 And, and I have heard, like there was talk when um, we were trying to really figure out what, what was going on with, with my mom and her lack of willingness. And I'm not saying that um, this, um, your great aunt has, uh, has um, a lack of willingness. It's just the impact of the move and my Mm -hmm. older sister lives in Vermont and we were even talking like at that level and um, when we were doing the research there was just too many stories of like a move really affecting that person almost unexpectedly Mm -hmm. so it's just something something to look to look out for but amazing that there's so much uh, family support like here and over there for yeah. her but yeah so it's just it's just this, I don't know or maybe I'm just feeling the energy but it's just maybe it's just something um, something to pay to maybe to pay close attention to like how she is between now and like when when is that move supposed to happen I mean they're flying out Thursday I think Anna and I are going to take it. Wow. Maybe that's why I'm feeling. Maybe that's interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, it's not mm-hmm. that I'm, inve- I'm, I'm invested. I don't, I don't know your family. I'm invested in you because you are my family. Mm-hmm. But also, too, you know, um, it's like an, I'm having like an energetic response. I'm not, it's not a good or, or a negative one. I'm yeah. just feeling a, a lot of energy. So that makes sense because I thought it was going to be like, you know, months and months and months from now for some reason it's the day after tomorrow yeah yeah that's deep wow yep wow that is deep so so that so this party graduation slash so this was kind of like bon voyage yeah that's deep how was she how was she at the party yeah i mean well, this was interesting. <clears throat> I think, I guess, if I think back of all the parties that we've had at that house, um, mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the um, older people will stay like in the dining room where there are chairs lined around. No one sits at the table. You kind of all the food is on the table, so there's no there's no room for anyone right. to sit and have a plate. Ah, um, but, that's true. But I've seen that. Yeah, you know, I see how you people do. Yeah, but they. Um, but the but the dining room chairs are pulled out and. Uh, closer to the uh, on the wall basically so yeah so she was sitting there and you know quite a few people will sit down and you know people would sit down and, and chat with her for a little bit you know I took pictures with her and um, oh nice you know it, I think all of us knew like we don't know we don't know the next time we're going to see her that's um, right mm-hmm. beyond this part of me I mean I'll I'll see her I'll have a better chance of seeing her because I can drop by um and I'll, of course, the plan is, is to right. take her, but but um, 
you know, the next opportunity will be when we all travel to the Philippines early next right. year for the reunion. Right. Crazy. Um, but I definitely hear what you're saying. You know, she she basically sat in that in that area for for the majority of of the party. Now, not everyone was there. You know, there a lot of people were like the loud group. <laughs> People were, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in 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 the uh, in the, the the kitchen area, uh, the breakfast nook area, I guess, um, the less formal dining area. They were sitting around there. There's just you can hear it in other parts of the house. Like, wow, they're really loud. Um, I think it's what's interesting. It was a graduation party. I know I saw um, I saw Lauren, the the graduate. You know, for for a little bit, like when we first arrived, and then at some point she poked her head in with some of her friends, and they all said hello to to Lola, you know, gave her a big hug, and you know, oh my my friends want to meet you. Um, so that was really sweet, but we didn't really celebrate. It doesn't feel like we celebrated them. Like we we're all just hanging out, talking and eating and drinking. Um, right. But there wasn't that like a formal thing, as far as I know. I was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't mm-hmm. a formal thing for either of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a, a chance to to just gather. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I know I know she doesn't really want to go. I guess her the way she's put it is like I don't really have a choice. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and and so the issue is that. On a, like, sort of like with my aunt, like on a day-to-day basis, if you're just hanging out there, it's fine. But it's when something does happen mm-hmm. with yeah. either of them. Like, you know, Aunt Thelma's supposed to be, you know, she's like, I've got to watch her. I've got to babysit her. I'm like, well, you're not babysitting her. She's not a baby. <laughs> but she doesn't feel comfortable enough to kind of go about her day um, mm-hmm. without worrying about her. And there really isn't anything mm. physically that she can do, and vice versa. I mean, she, you know, okay. They can't help right. each other out beyond hopefully they know who to call. Hi- it's it's inter- interesting. This all ties into hypervigilance, which mm-hmm. which is what I was going to get into, but that I felt like I needed to ask you about your family. But mm-hmm. this is interesting. All right, keep going. Yeah. So. And you know, her daughters work during the during the day as school right. teachers. Um, right, and so maybe the only break would possibly be during the summertime. But during the summertime, they're also they're also getting you know babysitting gigs just to supplement. You know, so they're still mm-hmm. busy, and there's not always going to be a chance, right, for someone. And you know, it's it's hard to to it's expensive to have someone just sit in in just in yes, case something is. happens. Yes, um, it is very expensive. Yeah, I mean, even if it's like friends of the family, it's still their time, and you have to yep. you have to compensate them. But you know, no. it could be mm-hmm. five days out of the week, nothing happens. But oh it's yeah, that one, it's time. that one time. It's that one time. Oh my yeah. goodness, it's that. Yes. It's, yeah. So um, maddening. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, I, and and there are times where I'm like, well, you know, I guess I I could I could do it. But I'm like, no, I. Well, yeah, but, but good for you for catching yourself. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I could, I could swing by, but it's still, it's still not an ideal situation. It's, it, it would be like a very temporary, you know. And you're beyond capable. It's 
but it's right. Really, it's not about it's not about that. Like I could save the world, but do I really want to? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's too no. It's it's a lot, and you're kind of you're kind of like the emergency person for your niece, in a way. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, it's, so the, it's, well, it's not for you to take on. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to try to figure out, but. Um, yeah. And I know it's not it's not the ideal situation. I mean, her the three of them are going to go, and and the two daughters are going to stay for like six weeks, you know, to oh wow to to do the family. Well, it could be, and the thing is, they they can because they're school teachers. Um, yeah, but that's great to help her to help her right. transition. Right. That's really that that's the way. If you're going to do it, they're doing it the right way. They're doing it right. in a beautiful way. That's really nice to hear. That's good. Right. It's not like okay, okay. Lita, bye. You know, it's bye. Right, right, right. You know, they're, right. They're trying to do their their part, and, and, and they right. they are um, were with their mother through that difficult transition after her, you know their father died and her husband yes. passed away. Yes, and yes. all of that. So that's they're loyal. They're doing they're doing as much as they can. Oh, um, they're doing above and beyond. Absolutely. And, and so it is. And I mean, it really is. All of us would sit down, and you know, uh, one of my cousins was sitting down next to her, and I was sitting with them, and we just sort of gave each other this look, like, "Yeah, we're really going to miss her. She's really been here for yeah. a while now." Oh um, my god. And so, but she, if she's she's ninety two, she. Yeah, she's not. Nice. She's no. She's not remembering everything. Like she'll make. She might go uh-uh. through the motions a lot. You know, I get that. But overall, mm-hmm. she's still. Mm-hmm. In, in, she's doing fairly well for ninety two. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I am. I'm also hoping that her transition to to the this move is is obviously it's a big move. I mean, I was asking my um my cousins about that. I said, well, how are you getting to the? Or you know, what time is your flight? And you know, it's like an evening flight. I said, oh, okay, so you know how? How you know? I said, do you need a ride to the airport? And they said, oh well. Uh, the thing is, you know, it's it's the three of us and and our our suitcases and all the stuff we're packing up for her. So it's they said, a lot. We, have, we have a lot of luggage, and, mm-hmm. and so I know they wouldn't all. It certainly wouldn't all fit in my car. No. And right. I said, well, I said, well, I can ask if Anna. I mean, Anna has a truck. So we could take two cars. She sure does. <laughs> we could take two cars, and and you know we can we can figure out how to take you know all of you. And so, what, what, so what's your alternative? They said, oh, I guess we could just take an Uber. I'm like, you are not taking an Uber. Look at that. Look Thursday at Thursday evening that. with all of that all that but, luggage. I said, we'll figure it out. And <laughs> all that traffic. Yeah. Good. That's 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 family sticking together. It's beautiful. Yeah, I need to text them. And just let them know that you know we've mm-hmm. Anna's arranged her schedule so we can do this and we can get them to the airport. It's an international flight. Get them to the airport early with all their mm-hmm. all their baggage all their and stuff. just yeah. to see just to see her off. And I got um, to see her off. I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's just she's she's so sweet. You know, you know how I, I don't know if they do this in 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 your culture, but it's something mm-hmm. I've always noticed with us. For the elder generation, like my grandmother, all the Lolas, whenever they they give you a hug, like they give you, they hug you and they put their face close to you, you know, right right on you, and, and they're like they sniff you, like give you a big sniff, 
like bite on your cheek or whatever. It's like it's 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 like it's just a very endearing thing something I associate with like like I'm just gonna breathe you in, um, and love you. <laughs> so she does that. She does that all the time. Um, so it's something that's super sweet. I just see that we just lost Liz here. So y'all bear with as she hopefully can call in. <laughs> but it it's something that um, that she did on Sunday, and she does it every time I see her. You know, we we say we tell each other we tell each other that we love each other, and she does this this big inhalation. I saw that your your call dropped there. Uh, yeah, right when you said, I don't know you do this in your culture, and I'm like, no, she's <laughs> trying to say something over here. I said that when when they hug you, like they'll uh-huh. they'll they'll hold you tight, and then they'll they'll have yep. their face like like right on your face too, like on your cheek or whatever, and they'll just oh. they'll just they'll just like big inhalation. Mm. But they're just breathing mm. really deeply. They're sniffing you in. Like, they're just breathing you in. I I used to do that with my mom all the time. That's so <sighs> funny. That's a detail. That's crazy. It's not so much a cultural thing. It was, I think sometimes it would annoy her, but who cares? Um, but I would just take her in and just literally just do what you just said and just mm-hmm. breathe her in. Yeah. So that's crazy. That's crazy that the that, – that, uh, the call cut out right when you were going to say that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's something I used to do do with my mother, especially the last few years of her life. That's crazy. Yeah, like, I don't I don't do that with anybody else, but with, if they do it, then I do the same thing. I don't yeah, think yeah. about of course breathing somebody in. Well, you, um, you know, drinks and dinner, and you know, tell literally, me you know, yeah. Before we, yeah, hello, come on, I just wanted to come on. Kind of, you know, that's lovely. Yeah. So it's a, a detail that that I you know I I feel like with with both you know, her and my 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 Lolo her husband mm-hmm. like being able to spend some time with them around family gatherings or you know making a special trip let me let me hang out with you guys for a little bit like uh, my my Lolo had that memory of of everybody in the family. Like he, he knew who was connected to whom. And um, he just knew a lot about our family history. He just, just has this, had this mind of, of people and sometimes dates. It was really impressive. And I remember taking time one afternoon, I brought my aunt over there, over to their place. And, and, you know, of course we ate a bunch of food and, and I just, I took out a notepad. I'm like, all right, so tell me about, you know, the the Bangalore family, about, you know, your family, like my dad's dad's family. That's because my dad's, that's my dad's uncle. So the youngest brother of, of the family. And I never knew my, my grandfather. So this is the closest thing I had. And he just was just, you know, rattling things off. Wow. Uh, you know, at his at his age again, he was, lived to be what ninety six, something like that, ninety six, ninety seven. Wow. So now I'm sort of my um, my Lola, his wife, was from my my mother's hometown, you know, from from that area. So she knew my um, she she knew of or knows my aunt 
Julie is my mom's oldest sister, um, who's like 95. She's actually my yeah, my aunt's older than my my great aunt. <laughs> That's how that works. That's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, I love it. Um, but, so it was just interesting to hear that that little take of from her, and that was something I didn't I didn't ask her about. She just said, "Oh, how is your how is your auntie Julie?" Uh, doing, I said, oh, I said, how do you you know her? Said, oh yeah, we, you know, she's from our my our hometown. We're in the same hometown, and she, she just, you know, would tell me a little like, oh, I, you know, I, she's she's everyone knew her because she was so popular and she was like the queen of of the town. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, it's just a good time. <laughs> Why? I'm not saying anything. Hey, so it was hey. I, one to see how close these families are. Just you know, that's just yeah. how it is when you're when you're in like in out the country, <laughs> and um, it's just interesting how how many times our families do connect. Uh, which is I, I I I don't know I don't have that. Um, I tend to have a very big separation between my mom's side and my dad's side. So, but I forget how, how small these, especially, you know, these are kind of mountainous areas. So, you know, well, not always mountainous, but it's just remote. So, you know, you it's kind of a small pool there. So you're going to have, oh yeah, it's on one, one side of the family and on the other side of the family. Okay. Yeah. We're somehow connected yeah. by marriage or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to you know commit these things to memory with yeah you know like, like those little details and um, you know how how she how she is like just like how her husband was with with everything like he just he just always remembered dates and and he always rem- you know he had certain things that I'm like yeah that that was Lolo all the way he always did that um, so I'm just trying to keep her you know her characteristics in mind. Mm. Um, That's good. Yeah. Um, so I, I and I guess the way they have their setup, where she's moving, is that they have, they can afford to have somebody, you know, just well, be there, keep an eye on her. It's not America. Um, yeah. Right. That's, that's why. Yeah. Right. And it's a mutual benefit <clears throat> because the person probably needs the stability of, you know, being, having shelter and being a live-in, I would imagine, or spending lots of, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's of mutual benefit. Right. Yeah. And I guess what I'm, what I'm noticing is that, um, and we talked about this before where it's just needing some type of engagement. um, Yeah. And some type of stimulation throughout the day where it's some type of interaction. uh, So they're just not, left to their own devices and they're not just sitting there waiting for the next, you know, next fall to happen. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, so I think she's, she's used to, yeah, I, again, I'm paying attention because I see this with my mom. You know, she who's used to have quite mm-hmm. a, quite a different, quite a lot of uh, autonomy and mm-hmm. you, know, you don't, you don't always notice when you've, sort of temporarily forgot something or your train mm-hmm. of thought has kind of derailed and you're like, well, what was I mm-hmm. doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, like mm-hmm. we went shopping 
Sunday she wanted to go out to the farmer's markets and pick up some bitter melon. And, uh, and she always does this, like when she wants to go, she wants to go out to the the Asian grocery stores as if there are no Asian grocery right. stores where she lives, which is definitely not right. true. Right. But she you know, like wants to go, and so, but she was doing bargain shopping. I'm like, Mom, you know, you're doing bargain shopping from <laughs> from one state to another. Uh, I love I said, oh my God, you know, like she's like, oh my God, these are like a dollar more here. I said, I said, oh, so you do have these in Charleston? I said, well, why don't you just get it there? <laughs> you know, like. Right, save save the dollar. Right, it's like this big. <laughs> Everybody wins. Right, like this big pilgrimage to to you know to get to get to the farmers market in in the exotic land of Atlanta, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. because she was sort of like, oh, this is too much. So I'm just like, well, I said, well, go to it. another store. I said, I can't guarantee it'll be any better. <laughs> it might be exactly the same. Might be more. Um, you know, and so she's just she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just sort of. I'm just compare, comparing the prices. I said, yeah, and I said either you, <laughs> yeah, but you know that was that was a very calm way of me, you know, retelling the story. But I remember just thinking, like, are you? Because I, I, I've caught it. I caught myself. Man, I'm, I'm totally taking it personally. You're right. You know, right. And, and, and so you're catching yourself. I'm, I'm just like, uh, okay. I said, well, let me walk away. Yeah. Because I, I, I actually. You know, I'm gonna walk away. I have stuff I've got to look for. I mean, I don't have to, but it's like since I'm out but here, I might as well. You just go in the rabbit hole. You danced around uh-huh. the perimeter. Uh-huh. And you moved. Uh-huh. I love that. <laughs> but I was just like, Good well, for you. So we went to two. We went to two. Thank you. We went to two stores. The pricing mm-hmm. was exactly the same. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but she, she bought. You know, she was able to buy uh, other things, and I'm like, all right, all right, but. Uh, but then, oh yeah, so we were at the um, we were at the second store doing a checkout finally, and and she was like, oh, what about what about the lumpia wrappers? Like, did I leave did I leave because I was taking everything out of the cart, putting it on to be checked out. Oh, and she's like, where where are those wrappers? I'm like, um, you bought that at the other store, so it's in the car. Right, and, but she, but you know again because she can't hear. She, right. she was asking again. I said, you have it, you know, we've already got it. It's not in this cart. <laughs> right. That, that Those are things that, because I'm not with her every day, those right. are things where I'm sort of paying attention. I mean, it's, and it's not, um, uh, it's not like, oh, my God, the world's falling apart. It's just I'm just trying to pay attention and say, okay, yeah. there yep. are little things that are kind of slipping through the cracks. And so with, with someone mm-hmm. like my mom, my concern is, you know, because she's, she doesn't wear her hearing aids, um, and she is just a little stubborn about it. She um, mm-hmm. she tends to stay in her own little world, and and you know I, that's a form of isolation. Um, wow, that's deep. So I I look at that, and um, you know because she you know it, it's just. It's just something that I've noticed where obviously if you can't hear anything and then you're in your own little world and you decide to engage mm. with the world, you kind of enter wherever you want to enter. And it's whatever mm. topic it happens to be on your mind, not necessarily what everyone else is talking about. You can't read a room mm. if you can't hear anything. 
So and you're right. not you know, and you're not really also visually you're not looking like you're she's not looking to see if you're saying anything. Mm-hmm. She's just right. in her you know. So it's, it's not different. reading the room. You can't right. you can't read the room. Yeah. So she will just uh, she will just sort of have our own conversations and and like okay, that had you know nothing to do with what was being talked about. But I also noticed where sometimes we'll we'll just start talking over her. Yep. And so so she'll notice that and she'll shut up. So it isn't it isn't, right. isn't one sided. There is a dynamic there. Um, sure. That I'm paying attention to. But that's um, good. I'm, I'm just looking at it, and I'm looking at, you know, so that's my mom at, what, 80, 84, and then, uh, mm-hmm. and then you know, 12 years older is, um, you know, her, mm. well, not 12, 10 years older is her is her, her sister, who's mo- pretty much mostly deaf, mm-hmm. and, you know, sort of the same way, I just, like, mentally... I, I'm just looking at like what what do what do I need to do to keep myself mm. engaged because I can easily retreat into oh, my own little girl. world too. Girl, <laughs> that's but girl, but <laughs> but that's so it's no, but it's so it's so smart to be thinking of thinking of these things in this way now. Mm. Um, our moms didn't do that. Yeah. You know, they, no, no. So it's really kind of a gift by default that they've given us. Right. Um, yeah. If you are aware of this now, you're already halfway there. Just in the awareness. Yeah and paying attention and the acknowledgement. There's no denial, but there's also uh, no resignation. And, right. right? Because it's just sort of like, well, of course, I'm in this stage of life, so this is co-. No, who said that? So uh, a lot of people said that, so that's why it turned into a thing collectively. So, But we're not going to say that. And um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm, kick- I'm going to be kicking and screaming all the way into my denial. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, but to have, yeah, I I've been calling this. I'm sure I mentioned it on the on the show, but you know when we first started show, doing the show, I would talk about the refinement of transformation, and that's still always a thing, ongoing. And now I'm into the discipline of dignity mm. because it's a discipline to be very uh, mindful of, not to the point that it's going to turn into a major fear and neuroses because there's a fine line, but just a grace and an awareness and doing things like this podcast and doing the things that we do on a day-to-day basis and uh, consistently and to really be the observer in all things and then take it to a deeper level. And this is 
really coming from me working with the untethered soul. And I'm not reading it straight through. I just open to a random page, and I know that's what I need to focus on for a couple of days, and then I, I just do that again because I'm sort of mm. familiar with the book. But uh, the latest thing that I'm paying attention to is to be uh, to observe the one who observes. <laughs> and that mm. shit is so deep. It's so mm. deep because it really it really puts you into a place of hyper-consciousness. It's really interesting. So it's like Mm. you're observing that you're not of this world. So you're observing the one in the world that's observing the world. It's great. I mean, talk about infinite possibilities. And then the grace of acceptance. And it takes the... um, it just takes the weight of, I need to manifest this, and I need to manifest that, and that is, nope. Mm-hmm. It's pretty remarkable and something that's going to stay with me for a long time, to be the observer of the, of the one who observes. That is so, and I think we're really fortunate to have these kinds of conversations, especially about things like that. Yeah. You know, and just so that you are, I mean, there's no minimizing or preventing any sort of impact, <clears throat> but to have the awareness building over time as you are being aware of the vulnerability of that exists in the situation with your parents getting older. Like, I have really yet to grieve my mother, and that's okay, because you know, it's like you submit to grief. Do I miss her? Of course. Um, is she beginning to show up a little bit? Yes, she is. Am I getting, you know, signs here and there? Yeah. I, but there's a grace in that observation. And although it did not minimize the trauma of watching her decide that she didn't care about her well-being, and she basically willed herself to death um, and really kind of burdened um, especially my brother and myself, my other sister a little bit and the other sister not at all because she totally, there's always a sibling that checks out, as you all know. Mm-hmm. So um, it didn't make it hurt any less, but there was a bigger picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that maintains uh, the love. So for for where our parents came from and how much they accomplished to just level up, especially where it came to them as mothers raising children mm-hmm. in this country. You know, they're going to be like, how much more did you expect from us? Look at, look at me <laughs> How much more? Like, you're able to get to this place of, like, and now I'm going to be, like, sort of going, quote, with consciousness, air quotes, with consciousness. Hello. We made sure that you were able to do that. We don't have time for consciousness. That's a luxury. You're welcome. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's, it's they, they, they sacrificed so we could get to a point that we can have a conversation about consciousness. Interesting. But it's good that you're observing. It's really good that you're paying attention so that you can incrementally just fortify yourself to handle whatever 
whatever comes your way. And I think it's beautiful with um, your aunts and your cousins that uh, there is such a tenderness and such a love. Yeah. That's really going to be the, the thing that's going to fortify the situation. I mean, when you said that they're going to be there for six weeks for her transition into adapting to life in the Philippines. Yeah. I I mean, that's beautiful. Here, you know, they're going to be thrown into some institution forgotten. I hate to be so, so brash yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, so that's, I mean, that's why there isn't really assisted living in, in the, the countries of, you know, that, of origin that you come from or that where I come from. But the family takes care of it. So that's beautiful. That's like, that's really impressive. So that must be so comforting whether your aunt is aware of it or not um, because it is so culturally the norm. But from an outsider where culturally it isn't the norm, especially in the United States, um, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the way that you and Anna like are, are making sure the logistics are there to, to t- take them to the airport, like, that is is priceless. And from coming from a very tiny family, which even is tinier, I don't really interact with my siblings. It's just me and my kids. That's, that's mm-hmm. my family, me and my two kids. That's really it. Right. That right. I feel is active, you know. Um, that's beautiful. That is really beautiful. But good Thank for you that you're paying attention at the level that you're paying attention. That's that's really smart. Thank you. I mean, you know, and, yeah. and also given the the age difference with uh with you know like mind with Isabel and me, you know, that's that's a very huge age difference. You know, for her and her mm-hmm. parents, even you know, even with her father, even mm-hmm. more so because he's older than I. Am. Um. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And so just, just just trying to see things from a different perspective. Like we my my mother didn't have a chance to spend as much time once she moved to the States to, to really see her mother or visit her mother at all. Yep. I mean her yep. her mother came and stayed for about six months when I was yeah. still like I think in elementary school. And right. and then that was it. And then by, you know, wow. say sophomore year of high school, she had passed. Wow. Um, so your mother so missed my, out on a lot. Yeah. She yes. she didn't get to see how her mother was, mm. uh, you know, in her, like in her 80s, in her elder, in her elder years. Oh, I mean, that's she, so interesting. Right. I just, I don't think, I'm trying to think how old she was when I met, because, you know, she, she looked pretty old when I saw her when I was, I was also... <laughs> Also, like a little kid. I mean, right. um, So she didn't have that, Um, and and so all these little nuances that are probably hereditary. (laughs) Um, Oops. You know whether it's you know whether it's it's in the DNA or just learned behavior from from being in the same place and being brought up in the same home. You know, all we can see is how how things are happening with her and her two sisters, health-wise, hearing-wise, um, how they handle things, how they don't handle things. Um, 
and, and just, you know, how they are with each other and then how they are with whoever's supporting them, whether it's children or spouse or whatever. And so I'm just looking, I'm just, okay, making my little notes and, and, um, and then also looking at Isabel and, you know, she's going to be such a boss. She already is a boss baby, but, you know, just, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just whatever's, whatever's going to happen, like, you know, how she responds to people, in a, whether it's in a caring way or how she shows her love and concern um, in caring for others. And we don't see that a lot because she doesn't have any other siblings. She's, she's the only deal in town. Um, but we get reports back from Montessori where she's super helpful with the younger kids and, you know, that kind of oh, thing. So my she's, God, that's so cute. You know, those are things that we don't get to see because we don't have that environment for her. Um, um, so I, I'm just interested in how all of these things flow together. Because um, I'm, you know, I'm sure at some point someone's like, I wonder how Elisa's going to express this, you know, <laughs> with her mother. Um and, and how that's how that's because I have these moments with my mom where it's it's fine, you know, and 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 she's just she's just very open and and vulnerable and, and she's and she's like she's tuned in. And then there well, most of the time it's mm-hmm. it's like this complete struggle with just communicating mm-hmm. with her and, and like, oh, I don't know if she heard that, but I guess we'll find out. Right. You know? mm-hmm. and, so for me, predictable for you. It is. It's unpredictable, and and uh, and and so some things that we would call irrational. I'm like, well, is it because she just didn't hear, right? Or is it also because, like as we know, she can't hear? But is it also because she's just been in her own world, in her own right. mind, yeah. for so long? Yeah, and that, that can be dangerous. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and so there's mm-hmm. there there are you know there are concerns, and that's just with anybody. Where if you're not if you're not really again not able to read the room for whatever reason, um, you like I like with my aunt when I lived with her, I would sometimes listen to her talk. She'd answer her phone, and I could tell it was somebody like you know, uh, solicitor, you know, uh, you know, yeah, give me your information. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa who is this? Like you know, I, I'd hear her, and I'm like, yeah, who are you talking to? And she's like, oh, it's yeah. the uh, you know, it's it's Kaiser. I'm like, okay, do I need to do I need to talk to them? She's like, yeah. But if it was somebody else, I'm like, just get off the phone. Like you don't, you don't give up. You right. don't give your information out. I know. Yeah. I, I I cannot stand like, oh, it used to happen to my mother all the time, and then she it, it, she gets flustered. They really pray like P R E P R E Y. Yeah, it's horrible. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that's. So so Ugh. with my mom, she's a little more savvy. Um, of course. But then there are there are some some judgment calls where I'm like, you did what? <laughs> so I'm just sort of again trying to pay attention. And, you know, I, you can't I can't really bring it up. I can mention it to my dad, and he's just he's just sort of like, well, <laughs> that's that's your mom, um, right? You know, he's sort of at that point now where he, he really can't. There's nothing he can do with my mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he must be like, you know what? I I gotta like hold it together for myself, mm-hmm. you know, self perseverance and what makes him feel alive, yeah, and vibrant. Which is looking forward to travel and planning and all those beautiful things that I I love about him. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So it 
it's been, you know, it's been interesting to have them here. Like they were all here for this weekend, not in the house, but um, in fact, they were at the house. We hosted a, a, a family meeting um, on Saturday and I had to work. So, so for apparently my, one of my uncles thought I was just hiding away in my room. He's like, how come, how come Elisa isn't coming down? Is she not feeling well? <laughs> she works. Everyone's like, um, she's, she's at work. <laughs> Oh yeah, I saw some pictures. I saw your dad. I saw Uncle Tony, who I still have a crush on. Um, I'm like, I'm telling you, they're looking good. Bobby looks happy. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, you know, the, the, I hear stories of the, the the family dynamics. You know, oh, your mom was telling you know, just like, oh, you don't have to put all that food out. You know, you don't. You know, it's sort of like. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, you know how we talked about receiving, being able to receive. Mm. And sometimes that, that need to control everything, even if it's yeah. A, not oh your God. house, mm-hmm. B, yeah. not your party, yeah. <laughs> C, yeah. not your food. <laughs> yep. Yep. Doesn't um, matter. Yeah. Uh, it, but it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, you don't have to, you, you're doing too much or you, you know, you need to do this. And, and, uh, and I was like, uh, I'm good. Like, this is, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. Like, this is, this is, you know, I got this. What we're, this is what, yeah, this is what we're going to do. Why don't you have a seat? You know? <laughs> but I could tell what she was telling me this. I can totally hear my mom, like, you know, almost like scolding you for doing too much to make everyone else comfortable uh, or to be Excuse a comedy. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, you know, she'll do that kind of like as I'm as I'm in in mid carry, like carrying her stuff. Elisa, you know, you don't need to you don't need to carry that. Like I'm I'm, I'm already I'm I've got it. <laughs> right. Like I, um, I, sometimes I'll reply back. Well, you don't need to be carrying it either. So there's that. Oh, good answer. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm also even in in, in telling you all of these things. It's like it's still that that energy around my mom is still kind of funky for me, so I'm still working working through that. Oh, it, um, it, oh, it will it will be it will be for the rest of your life, but it, yeah. but not in, but it's going to be more fluid and less dense as you're as you're going to you know as you're entering into the observer who's observing the observer. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not it's not for anything to to change, but to accept it as it is, and to be present, and then to be present in whatever situation is to be aware of whatever responsible action needs to happen, mm-hmm. and that's it. But yeah. it is what it is. But but things can can transform. Things can elevate. Things can shift. Um, it it doesn't take away from the original form, but it transcends it because mm-hmm. you can just accept it for what it is, and then in that yeah. acceptance, it becomes transformed. So it's an interesting paradox. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what I was going to talk about with hypervigilance that you know your aunt probably doesn't feel entirely safe in the current situation, which is going to change on Thursday. Right. Because she's been, she's been in a state of hypervigilance. 
mm-hmm. in the home. I know that's like, <laughs> yeah, don't we though? Yeah. Right. And then what happens is when you are no longer hyper vigilant because you're in a safer state, that's when the exhaustion comes in. Right. And that's I and I think that's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And thank and thank goodness the timing is lined up to embrace this exhaustion because it's it's a very healing exhaustion mm-hmm. where I am no longer opting in to take on <clears throat> or to maintain a state of hyper vigilance. Um it's really shown itself with how I shifted the dynamics with my relationship with my younger son. <clears throat> and there's like this trust of everything, of like source, God, life, whatever, whatever. And also, um, there, interestingly enough, I had told the story, now it's um, maybe about six weeks ago, where I walked away from what could have been a very potential, potentially dangerous situation mm-hmm. with uh, this guy. So I walked down that hill to uh, never see him again. And ironically, I returned back to the scene of the crime yesterday because I was meeting one of my dearest friends who's also my producing partner at that subway stop in Queens because we were invited to a lovely Memorial Day uh, barbecue. Mm-hmm. And it was the spot where I was guy six weeks ago to be driven to his apartment, which I did not enter. And then not knowing where I was, I walked down the hill and I saw this high rise building so I knew I could get I could get a car to go back to um, my place safely. And interestingly enough, where I met my friend yesterday was the meeting spot where I would be picked up where I would get together with this with this guy before. Um, mm-hmm. And and I and I loved going back to the scene of the crime because I had so much hyper vigilance leading to when I was dating this guy, and that was just in my central nervous system. And I'm just thinking that's just normal hyper vigilance with you know my job, hyper vigilance with my with my household, hyper vigilance with my mother when she was alive and dying, hyper vigilance with just. Uh, understanding, you know, the, the 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 things about myself and the dark night of the soul and just all of those things. And what what's so wonderful is that I'm feeling what not being hypervigilant feels like now. Mm, yeah. It's because I finally am beginning to feel safe. And that's when the exhaustion kicks in. I read something on, on, there's so many great things on Instagram, like these healing posts from all these people that we just collect or we randomly find on our feeds or whatever. And I, I don't know where it came from, 
but that uh, that's the inevitable exhaustion that comes when you are out of trauma and really in a healing state because you don't need to be hypervigilant. I can be mm-hmm. vigilant, but I don't have to be hypervigilant. I can, I, can, I can opt out of the hyper part of the vigilance. Of course, we're going to be vigilant. We're going to be aware of you know, our safety out and about in the world. But it doesn't have to be hyper vigilant. I don't have mm-hmm. to work so hard at my safety. So I was actually looking forward to going back to the scene of the crime. We had a lovely time with a lovely group, a lovely group of people. It was so much fun, um, and it wasn't a big deal at all. I, I embraced it like I embraced this newer version of myself, and just enjoying the ease of, it was very unconscious of swapping out hypervigilance for just ease and Mm -hmm. presence and grace and autonomy and independence. And I mean, oh man, you just, (laughs) yeah, no, it's good. It's, and, and interrupting a lot of patterns. Yeah, you know, yeah, and really understanding the observer observing the one who's observing. So to have these conversations, so that all of a sudden we're not walking into a rabbit hole when we are in a certain stage of life that we are preparing for that, so that it looks a little bit different than what um, maybe others are perceiving as kind of like, well, that's just inevitable. Well, who says? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's it's kind of good to, to it's not trying to control it, but to be in awareness to be somewhat ahead of it. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But I'm really understanding instead of resisting the fatigue, I want to embrace it as essential to the healing process as opposed to, why am I so tired? I should be doing that. No, we're not doing that. No. <laughs> no. And I made like a two-page punch list because there's, there's things I want to get done between now and when I go back to work. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I'm not going to beat myself up over it, but to be aware but not being hypervigilant about that and to know that all in due time, all in the divine order of things, yeah, but we're not going to have that extra vice grip on our brains of coulda, woulda, shoulda, like we like to embrace that this is this is essential in developing a new foundation mm. that's built more on solid ground, as opposed to a shaky foundation that's built on anxiety and hypervigilance and trauma. Yeah doesn't mean those things don't exist, but we're going to build a core, like this core around that, and then build on top of that. Yeah. And then we're good. So it's not to deny or to, to feel that we're at a deficit. No, these things inform our awareness now. So those are gifts, in my opinion. 
So, yeah. Yeah. It's deep, though. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good Memorial Day. I went out to the wineries. <laughs> Ooh. I had a wine research trip planned with some friends, so. Ooh. That was actually fun. We we uh, we tried a new restaurant in one of the areas for the wineries, and it was really really good. A lot of good southern Ooh. food. And then we nice. checked out one brand new winery. Their grand opening was this weekend, so that was really nice. Beautiful, beautiful um, uh, location. And oh, and, that's great. Yeah, I, they. I was sort of following them on Instagram. My friend told me about them, so. We finally made it out there, uh, and yeah, so I was excited. They, uh, I like their reds. Uh, tried some of their whites. Not not quite my cup of tea, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, not yet, at least. I think uh, they're you know they're still developing their their mm-hmm. wine making skills and all that. But um, but beautiful spot. And then another new new to me. I don't know how 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 old. It's probably not been too long, but it's been at least over. A year or two, where uh, another another winery. So uh, just, just you know, mostly all new experiences. It was really fun. We we went by we went by Babyland General Hospital, which if if any of you remember back in the eighties, the Cabbage Patch dolls. Oh my God! That's where these things were made. <laughs> no, and I meant you know we drove by it because it's in the same area where some of these wineries are, and I oh, drive by it all the time. Crazy! I was never in a Cabbage Patch. Never into that, but um, one of my friends no. just, who was with us perked out. Oh my God, Babyland General! I'm like, you, really? I said, you you like cabbage patch dolls? Like, oh my God, I do. I I've got I still have my the original one that I got when I was a kid. I'm like, oh. So we we drove by. I just you know I said oh, we can swing by. She's like, we don't need to. I'm like, no no no. We'll take a we'll take pictures. I'll try to post them at some point. But um, it was just it was just so funny how perked up. I'm like you're like forty something year old woman. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it meant something. So it meant something. It still it does. Meant something. Yeah, she she was still really you know big on them. So it was just That's really cute. fun. It was it was a it was a nice day. Um, a nice day yesterday. I'm glad. Yay. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad for that. And um, no, and I was just I was just thinking. Um, so it's when we do the show Thursday, that's the day that you're going to be taking um, your family to the airport. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that evening, yeah. that afternoon, I guess. That by night. The time we, we we their flight is in the evening, so we'll okay. We'll head out in the uh, in the probably yeah late afternoon to take her. But it gives yeah it gives but it gives a lot of pause, you know, of like what that means and what that looks like and. Um, but I just, I just love the family support. Like that's just, it's sacred. I mean, and I don't think it's extremely common. Maybe it is, and maybe I'm just, you know, on, on the out, too much on the outside. But it's just, it's just beautiful to to have such a uh, a, fa- a family that that that's such a close, tightly knit unit. It it really is beautiful. So that yeah. That's really quite priceless and quite special. So, yeah, um, yeah, she's very, she's very fortunate. Not so many, so many people, whether they're sick, they're young, they're old, whatever, can really be dismissed, disregarded, and discarded. 
And it's really yeah. lovely that she isn't. You know what I mean? For all the people that are, it's just lovely. You know what I mean? It's yeah. lovely that, that she's not. There's so many in that situation, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. So that, that's, a, that's beautiful. So anyway, it's a good note to uh, close the show. So if any of you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOABlend at gmail.com, and we'll be back on the air this coming Thursday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light to the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you. Bye. Yeah.